Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to be talking about outer chaos, inner contentment. Um, This is, you know, I realized actually the other day that I'm happy, that I'm actually happy. I have this inner contentment going on, even though nothing changed on the outside. There's still all the same outer chaos that's been happening for (laughs) the past however long, year or so, but I have been able to get to a place of inner contentment. And I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk to you about that this week. And before I go into this, if you're not happy right now and you just heard me say that and you rolled your eyes and you're like, I don't even want to listen to this shit, please keep listening. Please do. Please just be open on this episode and be willing to listen, um, And see what might come up for you with what I'm going to talk about today. Because I was exactly in that same spot not that long ago. I was at a point where I was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Like, I'm so sick of this shit. Like, I'm sick of the same shit every day of my life. So I'm going to talk through some of the things that helped me. Some of the things that really helped me get to this place of inner inner contentment. Even though there's still all the same outer chaos going on. Um... I think you'll really find some of this helpful. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. Before I get into that, I want to tell you a couple of updates I'm really, really excited about. Okay, so I've completely redone my store. I I moved to a new system, and I have now created what I'm calling the Create What You Speak Academy. And so this is where all of my products are going to be held. You can go to one place to find everything. Um, if you go to createwhatyouspeak.com, you, you'll t- be taken directly to the store. So right now I have for you, there's a free personal awakening map that's available on the store. I have my positivity journal that I just recently created. That's available. Also my 33 days of magic mini course and journaling that's available as well. So please take a look at that. And I would love to know your feedback. I spent, um, I really enjoy creating the site and getting all that put together, creating the graphics and stuff. So I hope you really like it, um, as well. And I mentioned last week about my newest course that's going to be coming out. It's called the BS method and it stands for the better stories method. And what this is, is it teaches you how to change your thoughts, those stories that go on in your head to thoughts that feel good, which will in turn change the reality that you're living in, in a positive way. With the format that I teach you in this course, you're going to be able to pivot to these new stories in as little as five minutes, which is going to completely revolutionize your life because you're going to get out of those negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. And yes, it's possible. Yes, you can do it. I've done it. I know it works and I know you can do it too. So go to createwhatyouspeak.com and you can find out more information. My guess is that the BS method, I'm, I'm migrating it over. It's going to be probably another week before that's ready. So, uh, check on my social media cause I'll be announcing, uh, when that's ready as well. All right. So, um, I think those were my only updates. So let's get into this topic this week of outer chaos, inner contentment. So like I said, at the beginning of the show, I had this 
realization the other day that I'm, that I'm happy. Like I feel happy. Like I feel good most days. More often than not, I feel good. And I was thinking about why that happened. Why did I have such a, almost a sudden change over these past two months? I've been talking about on here about how I've really been intensively working on some things, uh, that I was finally ready to work on. And looking back, I was looking back through my old notes and journal about these past couple months and, you know, going through the progression of what, what I did and, and what happened and how things changed. And I want to talk through those points with you this week. And my, my hope or my intent, my intent with this is that you find bits of information from this show that, that can help you get on the same path to feeling that inner contentment, no matter how much outer chaos is going on. So as I just said, one of the big keys to, I think, finding this inner contentment was I was finally ready to look at my own shit. I have been dragging shit around like a ball and chain around my ankle for over 20 years. I've been running from this. I've been fighting this. I've been pretending it wasn't there. I've been making excuses for it. I've been um, doing every possible avoidance scenario that I could possibly do. And finally I got sick. I was at a point where I was, I, I, I couldn't even do it anymore. I couldn't even play that game with myself anymore because it was done. It was, the time was up. It had expired. This game I was playing with myself was over. And carrying this shit around for so long. And, and when I say shit, the stuff that I'm talking about, um, you know, I've talked about this on previous episodes, but in a nutshell, in my early twenties, there were many things that happened and, um, a sexual assault, um, deaths in the family, I had a boyfriend kill himself, like all very quickly, like within a year of each other. So I had, it was like a succession of traumatic events happen. And, um, those events caused this wall to go up, this wall of fear, this wall of protection. And I feel like as an adult, I did not know how to operate on any, like I, I didn't, I only knew how to operate from the, the fear, the, the, the wall of fear, the wall of, um, like the, the protection that was put up or running away from the situation. Like there was no in between for me. There was no balance. There was no middle ground. And finally coming to terms with the fact that I needed to look at my own stuff. I needed to finally unpack this. Um, I think is one of the keys to helping me find this middle ground. And I can tell you the reason why, and maybe you're feeling this way too, if you're listening to this, the reason why I didn't want to look at this was because I was afraid of the pain it was going to cause to look at it. But looking back over these last couple of months and seeing how far I've come, how much progress I've made, how much better I feel, like how much, how much it was worth doing this. It, it actually makes me sad that I spent so long running from it because if I would have just faced it, I would have been in a much better place sooner, but that's the way our lives work. There's no going back. And, um, you know, these things happen for a reason. And so here we are. Um, so being finally being ready to look at my own shit, I think was like the, the tipping point. It was the domino that, that started the other pieces to fall into place so I could heal. So I could find this, um, this contentment within myself. 
another big thing that I did was I got support. I got support outside of myself. Um, I, I, I think I've talked about on here about a, I did a online course called Transforming Trauma into Soul Power, which was a, a very, very eye-opening course for me. But in addition to doing that, I also worked um, weekly with a therapist. I still am. I still work with her weekly, and I, I talk about her from time to time on here. Um, so getting support, I think, has, is critical in your healing process. And support is going to look like different things for different people. Like this is just what worked for me. So support for other people, maybe, you know, group sessions, there may be some sort of like energy sessions or, you know, ways to release trauma out of your body, right? There's all support means all kinds of different things, but this is what worked for me was this course that I did. And then being, then having a therapist that I could trust that I finally felt I didn't feel judged by. Um, I've been through, therapist in and out throughout the years. And I can finally say that I have a therapist that I do not feel judged by. And it took several tries with different therapists to find this one. So getting support in whatever way that works for you is, I think, also very key and very critical to this. And as I just said, Sometimes it takes a couple tries when you're seeking support. Sometimes the first one for the first thing you try or the first person you talk to doesn't, isn't the, isn't right for you. It doesn't work for you. And that's okay. It's, it's okay for it not to work for you and to keep going until the next, until you find the next thing that does, because you'll know when it does. You'll know, you'll have that inner, that I'm not, <laughs> not even joking, that inner contentment. You'll have that inner feeling of, I feel safe here. Like I feel like I can be myself here. So getting support is, is key. Um, the next thing I thought about was I kept going because I knew something better was on the other side. Like over these past couple of years, trying, I, I, I kept trying different things because I knew there was something better. I knew there was, I could, things could be different for me. I knew that I could have the things that I wanted and I was, in a place that I was preventing a lot of that myself based on my own stories, my own shit, my own, you know, whatever else I've been going through. And so I didn't give up. I didn't quit. I didn't just be like, fuck it. This is how it's going to be the rest of my life. Like I kept moving towards what felt good for me. And I think that's every one of these, I'm going to probably say the same thing that I think that's key, but being not giving up, not just, like I said, throwing in the towel or being like, I guess this is just the way it is. No, if you're not happy, if you're not happy with what you're experiencing, that's not just the way it is. That's not how it's supposed to be for your life. The, the, we're not meant to live that way or, or exist or, or carry ourselves in that way. If you're feeling that way, that, that there's something more, but you can't put your finger on it or you can't find it. This episode is for you because these are, I have felt that way for years and years. And these things that I'm telling you right now that I did, these are how I got, finally got to that point where I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side of that. Like I was saying about how I had two modes, either the, the wall of fear would, would come up and it would, it would, you know, be my defense mechanism, or I would turn the other way and try to run. And now I feel like I'm finally at the place where I'm in, in the middle. I have that inner contentment and I have that because I didn't quit. I didn't quit when I still couldn't figure it out. The other, some other things I did was I, 
I did something small every day, even on the shitty days. And sometimes that something small was going to bed. Sometimes it was just putting the phone down, turning everything off and going to bed. Some some days that was reading, reading books or reading articles or reading information on where I felt I was at and what, what made sense to me, what I felt like could help me look at things differently or, or, um, think about things differently. Sometimes I would listen to different things, different podcasts, different, you know, uplifting things, even music. Sometimes, sometimes I would write it out. I would, you know, I have a, uh, daily practice that I do. Actually, that's part of the 33 days of magic course that I offer the exact very process that I do. I offer in that course. And I, I, followed that practice where I would write things out. I would intend my days. I would decide how I wanted it to go. And I, these, these things that on, if we just, you know, if you just say them, they don't seem like they're that impactful. But when you get in a routine with this kind of stuff, when you get in a routine of doing something small every day to work towards inner contentment, you start to build energetic credits in the, in the direction that you want to go. You're, 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 you're moving in the way that you want to go. And that bill, it's like compounding interest in, in banking, right? You're, you're, you're compounding your positive energy in the direction you want to go. So doing something every day, even on the shitty days is, is critical to finding that inner contentment. I was also willing to change my perspective on how I was looking at things. And I got to a point where I would ask the universe for a new perspective or a breakthrough on whatever it was that I was experiencing. I've done that pretty much every day over the past couple of months. And I was looking back through my journal and I was finding that every single thing, every single thing that I wrote to, and I asked the universe for a, a perspective shift or a breakthrough, I got. It did not come in the way that I thought it would. It, sometimes it didn't even come in the way that I wanted it to. But I got it. I got it. And, and those breakthroughs and those changes in perspective led me to today where I can sit here and tell you that I finally have the inner contentment, even though all the outer chaos is still going on. Nothing externally changed for me. It all changed within. So being willing to change my perspective and and ask the universe, not asking the universe to fix it for me. I'm asking the universe to bring me the, 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 the knowingness or the, 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 ability to see things differently, to have a new perspective and experience a breakthrough in whatever, whatever I was looking for at the time. I also chose not to believe in, believe my own thoughts. I chose not to believe my own thoughts. We talk about that so much on here, but it's so important because our thoughts we can be in a daily battle with our thoughts if we choose to, or we can come to an acceptance that we're going to have thoughts. And when they start to come up, those, especially the negative ones or the ones that try to tell you that you can't do it, or it's not for you, or this is just the way it is. We can actually stop for a moment and say, wait a minute. Nope. I know this game. I I don't have to believe these thoughts. These don't feel good. So I don't have to believe them. So choosing not to believe my own thoughts was, Another way that I found that inner contentment and choosing not to believe your own thoughts is another one of those things where you'll start to build those energetic credits. At first, it's going to feel like shit. You're going to fight yourself. It's going to be exhausting. You're probably going to cry a lot and you're going to be like, feel like you're going crazy, but that means you're doing it right. And that's part of the process. And 
continuing to do that starts to to shift that where maybe you were at a 90-10, like where you had shitty thoughts 90% of your day and only 10% good thoughts. If you, if you choose to not believe the shitty thoughts, if you stay consistent, if you do those small things every day to work towards that, you're going to start to shift that. So then it's going to go to like 80-20, then 70-30, you know, then you're going to be like, you know, 60, 40, where 60% of your day, you're thinking good thoughts and 40% is bad, you know, and then you're or negative or what, not what necessarily what you want. And then you're going to start to see that that's going to shift. And I'm not saying that, you know, that I'm ever going to get to a hundred percent good thoughts or that you will. No, no, it's, it's, it's working towards that balance of where, where you, you're feeling better more often than not. And choosing not to believe my own thoughts was one way that really helped me to do that. When something worked, I went with it until the next thing came along. So this is something I used to do where I used to get stuck in these old, like I used to get stuck because one, something worked that I thought I had to always do that thing. And then I would do the thing and it wouldn't work anymore, but yet I would keep doing the thing because I'm like, well, it worked before, so why won't it work now, right? But we're, we're, grow- we're always growing, we're always evolving. So the thing that you might have needed six months ago that made you feel good may make you feel like complete and absolute shit today. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all get to change our mind. We are all always changing and, and we should be, right? Nobody wants to get stuck and stagnant in the same thing with these are like a rigid robot, right? So when something... I went with something, I used a practice, I used an affirmation, I went to thoughts that felt better, and I stayed with them until the next thing that made me feel better came along. There was something I've talked about on here before, and I, I post sometimes on social media about a person I follow named Cliff High, and a while back I was listening to one of his shows, and I wrote this down because I really liked what he said here. He said, there's only two rules. The first rule is there's no rules, only discovery. And the second rule is discoveries last as long as they last. There's no rules, only discovery. And discoveries last as long as they last. And that's how, that's how I treated this or these things that I've been doing, these, these things that worked. Like I went, I went with something. I tried different things. I discovered something that, that worked. And then that, that lasted as long as it lasted. And then when it didn't work anymore, I went on to the next thing. And so being able to do that, being able to, um, you know, shift and let go of something and you, you can always come back to it. It may work for you, not work for you now, but maybe in a month later it, it does work, but being willing to let that go and move on to the next thing that works for you is it, 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 it stops wasted energy. It stops you from focusing on something that, you, you know, almost like you're banging your head against the wall about something because you feel like it should work, but it's not. But when it feels that way, then that means it's time to let go because there's something else new that's going to come in that's going to serve you better. Another thing I did was I just talked about things. I talk about it on here. That's this doing the show for me is one of the most healing parts of, of my life. Like being able to talk through this stuff, being able to explain this, being able to use real examples with the intention that it helps other people is so healing for me. I, I, I absolutely love doing it. I love doing the show. I love doing Uh, just like when I was talking about the beginning of the show, creating various products, like I love doing that kind of stuff. I love being able to help other people with the things that I've went through. So talking about whatever was going on with me 
on this show with my friends, you know, whatever was appropriate, I just stopped bottling it up. I stopped trying to pretend like I, it was this, you know, shiny new showroom car 24 seven, right? I, I let myself be human. I let myself be vulnerable. You know, all of these different things that I had rigidly tried not to be before I, I let all that go. And, um, I also went easy on myself through this process. One thing my therapist said when we we were talking through some of this stuff was because um, I was uh, was saying how this all felt so overwhelming at first, how I didn't know I could if I could do it, and I didn't know if I wanted to do it. Honestly, at first, I I thought I did, but you know, again, that fear of having to look at some of this stuff and experience what I perceived to be e- extreme levels of pain um, scared me. I didn't want to, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know if I could handle it, but as I got into this and I realized this isn't as bad as I thought, um, one of the most helpful things she said to me was, um, just take it a little bit at a time. So it doesn't feel like everything is just flooding in, right? Just open it, open the gate just to crack, right? We don't have to open the gate wide for all to see. We can just open it incrementally in cracks. So doing this, taking that advice that she gave and a little bit, just, looking at it a little bit at a time so it didn't feel like it was flooding in or overwhelming me or like suffocating me was, um, I, in, in, in doing that was allowed me to approach all of this in a more loving way with myself. It let it, it allowed me to be easy on myself and gentle and be more, um, not like, punish my, uh, like try to push myself as if you have to hurry up and get through this, like a punishment kind of thing. It was more of a, we can take a slow and steady approach to this. And if something feels uncomfortable, okay, it's okay. We can step back a little bit and kind of process that and then wait until you're ready to move forward. Like those were the kinds of conversations I had with myself. And remember two rules, right? No rules, only discovery and discovery lasts as long as they last. So when they stopped, when it stopped working or it felt like it didn't work or it was too overwhelming, I just stopped. I just pivoted and went to something else. And the last point that I wrote down here that I did to find this inner contentment that I came, come, came to realize recently that I had found (laughs) really, I hadn't actually put into words. It was more like the way my body felt more often than not, but finding this inner contentment, even with outer chaos going on, um, I stopped blaming myself. I stopped blaming myself and, and thinking there was something wrong with me all the time. Um, I stopped questioning like my, me, my being, my, who I am as a person And in doing so, in doing that, in doing all of the things that I've talked about, it's finally at age 42, I'm almost 43, not too long from now, it led me to being comfortable in my own skin. I have never experienced that. I didn't know what that felt like. Um, And I'm so fucking proud of myself for doing it. Um, it's, it's amazing. So, so that's why I wanted to do this show. That's why I wanted to tell you all of these things because it's possible. You can do it too. Like you have to find your own path. You have to find what works with you, works for you. Uh, cause what I listed here, you know, maybe not everything's going to work for you, but hopefully there's some bits and pieces you can take out of this that you have some, some action items that you can do that you can start, uh, today. You can start small, right? You don't have to 
We don't have to let the floodgates open. We don't have to, we can take this incrementally a little bit at a time. And of all of the things I said today, if there's, there's one thing that I would say is probably the number one thing, um, besides after you're finally ready to look at your own shit, um, that's obviously that's key. You have to have the willingness to do that. Otherwise, um, you know, this, this probably won't flow as smoothly, but I think the number one thing I would, I would suggest is seeking support in some way. So seeking support from a therapist or from a group or from a, a course in some way, something that, that supports you through this and not having to go through this alone because we're not meant to go through life alone. We're not meant to figure all this out on our own. We're not meant to almost in some of the, these instances, how I look back and how I felt, we're not meant to suffer alone. So finding support in this in some way, whatever works for you, whatever that means for you is, um, I would say the number one thing I, if you could walk away from anything from this episode, uh, and do is, is find that for yourself. And, and, and if you're not sure what that is, that's okay. You can start to ask the universe, just like I had been doing for a breakthrough in this, for, to, to lead you to the appropriate support, whatever the most, um, you know, the, the most right support for you, whatever that's going to be. It's okay. If you don't know, um, you can start asking and I think you'll be surprised at what you find. And, you know, it can be easy again to feel like you don't want to face this or you don't want to start this or you don't want to, Oh my God, not this kind of shit again. Right. But I'm telling you, if you are willing to do, if you're willing to look at it, even just open the door just to crack. And if you, if you, you know, if you're not, if you don't do that and you keep thinking about it and like put it, putting it off and avoiding it, like I had been doing for so long. And I'm talking like 20 years of this avoidance shit and trying to run from it and, and get away from it. If you, if you stop thinking about it in that way and I don't want to say wasting months and years because there were things I had to learn and there's things that you all, everybody has to learn. Right. So it's not a waste, but it's a, um, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's when we're afraid of pain and to face pain, it makes us do things like this where we don't want to have, we, we would rather sit in our discomfort and stay because at least we know how it feels. At least, at least I know what I'm going to get, but opening that door, just the crack to start to look at things in your own life can, it it can help. I don't, it's, it's, you'll, you'll start to see if you're willing to do that, that the pain isn't going to be as intense the pain probably isn't going to be as intense as you anticipated that your anticipation was actually worse than what you're actually going to experience going through it. And just starting small, if you just start small a little bit at a, at a time and not flood yourself, not try to overwhelm yourself, not try to do any of this out of punishment. But if you come at, 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 at like self love, like approach it from going easy on yourself. I, I, really think you're going to be surprised at how quickly things change for you. I, I, I can absolutely tell you when I looked back through things, I was shocked at how far I'd come in such a short amount of time. And, and my intention, my, my reason for doing this show and for being so passionate about it is because I, I really want you to experience the same because this living with this inner contentment, even though outer chaos is going on is, I don't even know if I have the words for it. Um, it's not something I ever thought I could have, but now that I have it, I don't want to let it go. And I want the same for you. So, so those are my thoughts this week on 
outer chaos, inner contentment. I, I really hope that there was uh, at least something in here that you can take away and apply in your own life. All right. So that's it for this week. Uh, remember, as I said at the beginning of the show, uh, my storefront is online, cre- uh, createwhatyouspeak.com. That's going to take you to the Create What You Speak Academy, where all of my new offerings are listed. Uh, I will be moving the BS method, the better stories method, how to tell yourself a better story in five minutes or less. Uh, probably in the next week. But what you can do in the meantime on the page for the BS method, you can uh, enter your email address and you'll get notified when the course goes live. And I will be sending out a discount. Just adds up. I'll be sending out a a discount for those who signed up to get early access. All right. So until next week, remember, question everything, trust yourself and find your truth.